should really clean up around here man oh let me do an intro real quick okay hello and welcome back to this week's episode of in distress a podcast where i just talk about nonsense this week we've got a guest ariel hi please introduce yourself hi uh, my name is ariel and i have class with tori <laughs> this is so fun guys aren't you glad that i'm back i have not made a podcast since may mark y'all should be grateful i'm here child today we just gonna chat a bit we just gonna chat about a couple things who knows y'all know i just be off the dome so we can just get into it so um ariel and i we actually we were on call before this it was a calm it was hard 40 it was a hard <laughs> 40 minutes and we were like dang we could have made this the podcast instead yeah we were actually going to do this other thing and talk about like villain arcs. Maybe we'll have her on again and we can, man, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But um, we we're going to talk about villain arcs. It's going to be really great. Like I, we had an outline that was Thanos. And we were going to talk about all the stuff, but uh, you know, that went down the drain. We talked about real stuff. So, you know, <laughs> I talk about like really on here, like I kind of talk to talk about like social issues or like pop culture or really just mm -hmm. my life. I just be on here just doing this a whole lot okay. of chatting um but we're gonna go ahead and we're just gonna jump into it we were talking about um really just we started off at the election the midterm elections and then mm -hmm. we went to supreme court and then we went to mm -hmm. then we went to we started talking about um using black men as entertainment and then it became a discussion also about we're gonna get back to that we're mm -hmm. definitely gonna discuss that but aave and honestly just the microaggressions that come with that yeah. and just really just I guess like experiencing what it's like to really just experience like living like being black really yeah. in Georgia yeah because I mean both of us grew up in, in Georgia what area of Georgia are you from um I'm from Noonan so okay. it's like it's like it's like a little I I'd say like it's a calm like 46 minutes like 30 miles from Atlanta is it like north, south, east? South. south. Okay, it's got like, you. It's like southeast. Okay. It's yeah. like near Carrollton. Not near Carrollton, but it's like, Carrollton's like, it's like at 40 up. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so like, um. damn. See, we were talking for 40 I minutes. I know, straight, like, we, like, so it's what like, am I going to say? Get back in it. Um, I remember okay so one thing I said to you beforehand was like when you were talking I wasn't sure if you were from here just because I felt like you kind of talked kind of like you came from New York that's why I said that <laughs> um, but then you kind of went into like the you know talking proper you've gotten a lot of comments and I've gotten those comments too to like oh wow like are you from here because like you sound different or like what what did you say specifically? It's is it'll be like oh you speak so eloquently or you speak yes. so good for your yes. and then the your it'll it'll follow up like it's yeah. always like if you just said you speak like I, yeah, I if you, like I love the way that you articulate things if yeah. you just stopped it there it would have been fine it would be great but it's typically like oh yeah I didn't expect you to speak that way yes, like well, it's, what it's did that you or, or I didn't this? expect you to to speak as well for for they'll either say for for someone for someone like you. Mm -hmm. or something like that something that'll just like kind of like really really hammer in the po the point that you're yeah. black or like that you're yeah that you're expected to not speak properly yeah that doesn't necessarily mean like I don't think I have no issue with people who use AAVE right I think mm -hmm. that that's a great it's a part of like black American culture and it's the cool thing about it is it changes depending on where you're from right so like right. people from Atlanta speak a different way than people from like Chicago right or Detroit right I was uh, having a conversation with a friend about this who was from I think he was from Chicago uh, yeah I think he was from Chicago uh and he I was like what do you think the difference is are in like the the way that people in Chicago speak versus the way that people in Atlanta speak and he gave me like a few key words but like there's just a few key word differences it's not like super different just like certain words different are different right yeah. um doesn't mean like you you and I may not adopt some things because I know sometimes especially since um you know starting college and being around more people of color I've adopted some of like some more AAVE into my speech, you know, depending where I'm at. And that's where like code switching comes in, right? 
Right. Yeah. If I'm in a professional space, I'm going to speak more eloquently. I'm not going to use slang words. Right. Right. And why would you expect me to like go into full AAVE if I'm in a a meeting or something? Right. Or if it's like the first time I'm meeting you, like, why would you expect that? from right if I can code switch but if I'm with like my family if I'm with like some good friends then yeah of course I'm gonna speak however I want right and I think like that's like there's like that aspect of it and then I think there's also like sometimes like when I'm at work like I'll be like I'll just like say depending on how I met you will like Mm -hmm. depend on how I like start coming out of my shell more I think once I first meet somebody I'm definitely giving like a little more like I'm gonna clean it up I'm gonna clean it up yeah I'm not gonna say I'm a like I'm I'm definitely thinking more about what I'm saying and how I'm saying it and then as I get to know you then we can start peeling back the layers of like a like a full conversation with me would be like if I'm like at work I'm like oh like girl you are so anti like please like you thought you ate you left crumbs. Like, obviously, <laughs> if I go and say that to you, like off rip, you're not going to know what I'm saying. You don't know what I'm talking about. Left what crumbs? What? Where are the crumbs? You don't know what that means. But like the more time you spend, like, it's kind of like you'll, you'll pick up on it or like you'll understand the context. Like mm-hmm. one of my, my boss, for example, the other day I said something. Oh, yeah. I had just said like, that's so anti. And me and my friend started saying anti, like mm-hmm. during the Black Lives Matter movement, there was like, you know, like people talk about being anti-Black. And, yes. Yeah. You know, and so we just kind of just started saying anti and anything that's anti obviously like the beginning you know like uh prefixes and stuff anti just means opposed or against something so we just say okay like something happens that's against you like obviously you're gonna say Mm -hmm. anti like if i get somebody if a ticket prints while i'm chilling i'm I'm up here having a snack eating some doritos and a ticket prints i'm like dang that is so anti for that customer to come up in here be hungry while i'm trying to eat that is so rude And we just do that. Like, and old girl was like, she was like, um, white woman. I should, yeah, white woman. She was mm-hmm. like, what is, what is anti? What, what is that? And I was like, and so I explained it to her and then she didn't even ask it in a way that like she could use it. She just genuinely wanted to know, like, what is that? And I think if we had more of that, just genuine yeah. question, what is that? Maybe I'm not going to appropriate it, but I mm-hmm. just kind of want to know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think if we had more of that, which we don't have enough of um then maybe we could come to a consensus but because there's so much judgment on like if I'm with my friends and I'm loud and you hear that conversation like you hear Mm -hmm. us talking about just it sounds insane I get it Mm -hmm. you don't know what's going on and you automatically judge like those black those black girls or those black kids that group is so loud and what are they even talking about they're just talking about nonsense and I get that I understand Mm -hmm. what that would look like from you but like from an insider's perspective it's like but like that's what I like about Georgia State, though, is that, like, if you go and, like, you see people just having a good time, you're just, like, that's just Black people. Like, they're just yeah. having a good time. Like, and when, but when it's, like, white people seeing you in that space, it's, it's like, it almost feels like they're, like, infringing on it a bit. Because it's, like, yeah. you don't really understand this and you don't know what this is like. And so now what I really want to do is ask you what it was like growing up. Um, Like, were you, or, like, what was it like? Like, growing up, did you have, like, did you grow up around a lot of white people? Did you have black friends? Like, I um, okay, how do I say this? I'm from McDonough, uh, which you know, for starting out when I was first here, I was predominantly white. Like, I remember in elementary school, it was like I was one of two black people in the class for like those five years I was mm-hmm. in the elementary school, right? So I started off there, right? And you know, as I moved up, like for middle school, I don't. Honestly, that was three years. I'm not going to really talk about that because I'm 22 now and that was years ago. But <laughs> high school, I can remember some of that, right? So um, I did like elementary school, middle school, I had a lot of white friends because there was a lot of white people around me and that was what I had. Um, and not, those people were cool. You know, those people were great. Love them. Um, the whites do be cool. They do. Okay. Yeah. But um, uh, once you got to high school, that's kind of where I started to meet some more people. Like if things got a little bit more diverse, people were coming from different areas of um, the county I grew up in. And I kind of was able to have a diverse friend group. I had, like, of course, I had a good amount of black friends because, you know, I'm black and it's easy to be friends with people that are like you. Right. And then I also was I'm glad I had the opportunity to meet some other people that weren't um, white or black. Like I had uh, a really good friend that I'm friends with now who is Hispanic and 
I have um, some really good friends that were like Asian, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like talking about the AAVE stuff, like in high school, I didn't really adopt it as much because I grew up in McDonough. So I wasn't really around it. And like my parents aren't from here. So they have, they didn't really adopt that vernacular either. Um, so like I just spoke English the way that people in McDonough spoke English, right? Right. So um, once I got into high school, that's kind of where I heard like the, oh, you know, you speak so proper or like, this is an interesting take. A lot of the black people that I went to high school with would t- will tell me that I spoke white. That's one of the things oh. that I heard. I speak white. And I'm like, I don't um, like I, I, for, I was like, that's kind of a stupid thing to say. People because, do like, do that. They do, why? do that. That's another way that I feel like black people trying to like exclude each other, which I don't like, but that's mm-hmm. a whole nother topic for like another session (laughs) but um there was the you speak white there was I didn't expect you to speak that way or like interest that I have right like I I would consider myself kind of a nerd right like anime and video games and stuff like that and so um I remember this one instance in particular like someone we were talking about like music taste this is in high school and someone was like I hate this I know where this is going exactly where this is going right they're like oh Ariel like what music are you into right and like at that time I was into like nightcore which is kind of uh nightcore is basically just like sped up anime music uh I don't really listen to that anymore it was kind of ridiculous but <laughs> um that was a thing and or so I I didn't really tell people that honestly in high school I just told people like oh I just like regular like pop music like Ariana Grande or some something like that and they're like good cover oh. good cover <laughs> <laughs> I thought that you would like like rap music and I was like at the time I really didn't care for rap music so I was like that mm-hmm. assumption is awful yeah like, but yes I'm- continue on your thought we'll get back we'll get yes. back to that uh, yeah stuff like that was uh, a big thing or like one other instance I remember was like um someone one of my friends was like they got back from like Christmas break they went on a plane right they weren't they were going out of town and they were complaining because the person next to them was listening to like loud music and I was like oh like what kind of music and I remember she was like I, I don't know how to else to say this but like loud like black people music and I was like what is this loud black people music wow that's crazy that yeah they tried to eat you up didn't they they did I didn't realize it before I did it I like I let a lot of things slide I'm I'm gonna be honest with you because like that's just it just happens so often like I can't and I didn't know how to do it I get that I let a lot of things slide off this here back because one I didn't I either didn't recognize that it was a microaggression or that it was anti or it was because it was genuinely like I was like well I don't know how to respond to that like a lot of times when stuff like that happens like it is awkward as hell Mm -hmm. like I was at work we'll get back to this we're we're gonna come back I'm gonna just tell this and then well okay um because one thing about me I can talk anyways um I was at work this one day and it was right when the Meg the Stallions everything was going on with that with um like she had just been shot in the foot and everybody was talking about how like accusations that I, I wanted to make it clear I believe the black woman I believe black women um but it was like when everybody was like yeah I don't she didn't actually get shot and that's not real and she's lying and I, at the time, my, my job has very much so diversified since then. I will say that very much so diversified, but at first at the time it was a lot of white people. And then there was like me and this one guy who worked in the line and he was black. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there was a black guy. And then there was, um, one of our coworkers who was white and one of them have like said something about like oh yeah like I don't really remember the exact wording of it but like it was like something along the lines of like uh like she deserved to get shot in the foot or something and then the black guy I'm thinking he's about to sit here and defend no immediately was like yeah she lying and da 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 and I was like and I immediately just felt so uncomfortable I honestly like I felt unsafe I was like I have and like I was the only black woman like Mm -hmm. I'm like one of the only black women like at first who was working there like there was like my black manager but she wasn't really like she wasn't there that day and it was just me and I was like not only like is this white man saying something about black women there's a black man here who is supposed to be like you know who like 
obviously we black people be riding but again goes back to all skin for all skin folk and kin folk like yeah he was right there with that white man joking and giggling and i was like and obviously who am i gonna turn to everybody else is white everybody else in the room is white nobody else is gonna understand that yeah. i went and i tweeted about how i felt unsafe one day when i was at work or whatever and i was really upset about it and one of my managers from work forgot old girl followed me and they ended up telling the gm or whatever and then we had to have a sit down it was me and then my black manager and then the and then the main manager and one of the other white managers they was i they were just asking me like oh what did they say and how did this happen and i explained the situation and come to find out a couple months later i got like i ended up like getting like becoming closer with my black manager or whatever we be chatting we good okay and one day she just told me like yeah like after you explained everything to her and I feel like I explained it fairly well like Mm -hmm. it was I made it pretty simple like here's why I had a problem with what was said and here's why I felt unsafe and here's why I also felt unsafe around um my black co-worker because he went and co-signed what the white man had said Mm -hmm. and she was just like yeah like it after you left the room that day she was just confused she didn't understand what anything like anything that you meant like she didn't understand what you meant by micro like not what I meant but she didn't really understand like the full capacity of what of fully like how this was a microaggression and how like that affected you and why it did Mm -hmm. and she was like yeah I just had to kind of talk to her a little bit about it after that but apparently she said she was going to talk to the guy I knew that wasn't going to happen but it didn't happen and I was like luckily that manager's gone now but okay um but it's still like white people just don't understand like Mm-mm. they just they just say stuff and then they're just like and you kind of look at them crazy and you're like i don't know how to respond to this one yeah. two i feel unsafe three i shouldn't have to sit here and educate you about why what you just said is wrong but at the same yeah. time i also can't sit here and fault you because i know where we live like you your family probably doesn't even look at you crazy when you say stuff like this because they probably saying crazy stuff like this and if I don't sit here and correct you on it but then I also don't feel safe enough to correct it and there's just a very much a lot of nuance there yeah I think um my theory about everything that you just said this kind of expands just beyond like black people and white people this can go from like men and women right um like the lack of empathy or the lack of understanding or like seeking to understand in this country is crazy. Like people just say things and like, there are so many people like number one. Okay. You have the people that will be like, I don't really care. I said what I said. I meant what I said. And that's it. That's it. People who are going to die on that hill. Yeah. yeah, People are going to die on that hill. Right. There are people that will say like, I want to understand. Right. So like explain it to me, but like those words will come out of them, their mouths but like the wheels aren't turning when you explain it. Right. Like they're not really, you're not hearing to understand. You're not actually seeking to understand. You're just doing it. So you could say like, yeah, I did try, but I just didn't understand. Right. Right. And then there are the people that are like, okay, you know what? You are, you live your life the way that you do. And I'm not going to be able to experience the way that you live. Right. I'm not going to be able to see what you experience, but I can at least believe you and know that going forward, that my action, the thing that I did today made you uncomfortable. So I should stop. Right. And that's it. Right. You don't have to understand. You don't have to be like, yeah, you know, I understand what it's like being a black woman because that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> you can't. Um, exactly. But you can at least, you can at least agree with like, what I what I did made this person uncomfortable so I probably should stop doing it you know because I wouldn't like it if someone said something that made me uncomfortable so why am I going to continue to do that to someone else absolutely and I think like that theory also goes back to even like like the political situation of like 2016 to whenever um like it's like it's like I was I'm not gonna lie like I definitely like also grew up around a lot of people a lot of white people and I'm gonna be honest I really didn't get my feel of like having black friends until college. And I was like, yeah, but I made it like when I was like in high school in my final year, I was like, I'm going to Georgia state because I need to build a black community. Like, and I, I didn't want to go to like an HBCU because I was like, I'm just going from one extreme to another. I yeah, went yeah. over on all these white people. The last thing I need to do is culture shock and throw myself in with a bunch of like, with all, literally all black people. And I was like, that may be the answer for some people, but that literally cannot be the answer for me. Like I've been through enough. I was like, yeah. I need like to see my uh, every day, you know, I need to, you know, go to class and see you see your regular whites and then obviously have my little community of black people. And then like, obviously, like our campus is like just 
it's very diverse. It's not just black people. Exactly. It's not just white people. Exactly. It's, there's other people that you can talk to and you can experience their cultures and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. there are other, um, uh, I know like the Kuso is a thing at Georgia State, Korean student association. Like if you're into Korean culture and things like that, you can go and you could do that. There's also a Vietnamese student association. There is, I think there's a Hispanic one. Um, I don't know the name of it, but like there should be if there's not. And of course you have like the black clubs, you have right. the black students, this black student union, the, um, I think we have an NAACP like for Georgia state, like a student chapter of that. Um, so like you can not only, I think that was a good idea. I think your thought process, like leaving high school was a good idea. I think this is like a nice stepping stone to kind of getting right. education. And you're also like kind of surrounding yourself with your culture and like, I don't want to say your people, but my people but like (laughs) it's like I thought that was like that was something I really wanted to do and so I was like okay like I'm gonna go to college and I'm gonna do that and then like when I got here like it was like a lot because okay like during the Black Lives Matter movement I talk about this all the time on this podcast during the Black Lives Matter movement I'm not saying like I was surprised by like by like the the responses that certain people had but I was surprised I was shocked I was a little bit not even taken aback I think I was just disappointed that like the people that I grew up with and like the white people like that I thought like were my friends and I thought like cared about me it's like it was very obvious it was becoming very very clear not just with the Trump situation and then the Brian Kemp thing because I think like that was like two years later he was like elected or whatever and then it was like it was like it was like obviously I'm seeing that I'm like okay I live in the south I need to like this is obvious like this is my situation but like I think it's like another thing to like it was like a lot to like go to school with somebody and to eat lunch with these people and and to like I know a lot about you like I know a lot about you and I'm like but when it came to Black Lives Matter movement it was the stories being posted Mm -hmm. of Blue Lives Matter Mm -hmm. and just like all types of nonsense like related to that and it's like you do not care about my black body you don't care about my voice you don't care about anything like that and at the same time there's the same people who are reaching out to you going hey I just wanted to like reach out and like kind of just want to I just want to know more and I just want to be educated and I I want you to know that I care about you and it's like no if you, you is that like a guilty conscience thing because like the people it's that be. you grow up like if you I, I have some some close white friends um that I've kept since elementary school, right? And though they did not reach out to me because I think they knew that like, they knew they knew where they were at. You know, they knew that they were cool. They knew that mm-hmm. they were doing what they needed to do. But the people that like you barely talk to, like you may like respond to their story or something like that. You may see them in passing every now and then with the ones that were like, hey, like, I know this is a hard time for you. And I just wanted to do X, Y, Z. And like, you don't need to do all that. You don't, unless like, you know, maybe like those people and I know this is like a very it's not a common story like those people that go from like one extreme to the next right like something where something happens and something clicks for them and they're like I have to kind of rewrite all of my values now like you're going from I want to say Republican to Democrat because that's another thing I really hate I really hate that the Black Lives Matter movement and like women's like reproductive rights and like uh, LGBTQ rights and things like that those are human rights let's just right. say those are human like, rights and why are those political like black and white yeah why is that a political issue why is that something i have to vote on i thought human rights like my right to be able to just like drive and not be pulled over and like my fear for my life whenever i get pulled over like that's 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 a human right like i the police the police should be there to protect everyone right not just a certain group of people right and I think like that, that is what I'm going to connect back to what we were saying. Your theory, like on that, about like us not being able to have those conversations is like a big reason why, like, I think like the, everything is like, everything in the world is going the way that it is. And like, why everything is being so like, it's like, you're either on the right side or you're not. Like people are so heavy on just being, you're like, everything is black and white. And it's like, no, it's definitely not like, it's like, I obviously am really pressed with like the people who like were Trump supporters and like blah, 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 yeah. blah, because why are you standing up for that? And why do you believe in all the things that he was saying? Because a lot of the stuff that he said, like a lot of the things that he said were just hateful. Like yeah. it was just like, even just like on a moral, like, re- like a lot of it was like, people would try to like, 
put it off as like, well, he's the Republican candidate. But do you understand that you're also supporting like his hateful and bigot, like and bigoted rhetoric? Like, do you understand that part? And a lot of people are just like, try to excuse that because of yeah. like the party that he like represented. And I'm like, why is that something that's okay with you? One, but also when I sit down to have a conversation with you, like I'm sitting there and I'm trying to understand why do you support Trump? Why? I'm sitting here and I'm ready to listen and I fully sit there and listen. But when it's my turn to talk, it's here's here's X, Y, Z reasons why you're wrong. And it's like, mm-hmm. you it's not like, like, let me listen to you and let me hear yes. you out and try and understand your point of view. Instead, I'm going to have these preloaded answers to tell you why you're wrong. Absolutely. I sat in that. That's the problem is that like you'll sit is that like I, I don't think there are a lot of people who will just sit and listen to what somebody has to say and then have like an actual an adult conversation. Like I will sit there and I'll be ready to take it in. And even if I disagree with you, I'm not going to cut you off. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to wait on my turn. But the second is my turn. You're sitting there and you're ready to just like, like battle me at every single point that I make. And I'm like, I didn't do that to you, but that it's like, but that goes with like, it's like almost every single thing and every single issue that we have in society now, which is literally people aren't willing to listen. If somebody tells you, I don't like the gun control like laws that we have in place because it's not enough. And you sit there and immediately right when they say that it's, well, we deserve to have guns because I have the right to bear arms. I didn't say that you didn't have that right. What I'm telling you is that there should be more restriction on who gets a gun, who's allowed to have it in the age, like, or whatever. And people should go through exactly background checks and things like that. Right. Yes. And it's like, if you can't sit here and let me say that, without going well I deserve to have this and this and this and this this. why does it always have to be you deserve why can't it be okay I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna listen to what you have to say so that we can maybe come to a compromise or so that I can and I feel like that's the problem we don't even try to compromise anymore yeah there's no it's either one way or the other because we don't have to ban all guns we don't have to do that you know we don't have to like outlaw abortion outright you know we could have some some exceptions Right. Right. Like, I mean, personally, me, I'm on the side of like, let's just outlaw guns because guns aren't a part of my life. Like, I don't hunt. I don't do anything with that. Right. Right. I can understand for someone who grew up hunting. Like, let's say that's the only way you can connect with your father if we're going to get real deep into it. Right. That's the Mm -hmm. only way you connect (laughs) with your family. You go out hunting. Right. I get why you're very attached to these guns in this instance. But the fact of the matter is the fact is people are dying. People are not all using these guns for these nice PG 13 reasons that you are right there are right people that get up and they're like you know what justin disrespected me in class today so everybody gotta go like that's right that's what's happening right so you know why don't we come to like i your sound of mind your sound of body you can have a gun but you know before you buy a gun maybe there's some tests that need to be that need to be done they need to look right. into your mental history right they need to look into your your um your criminal history and see if you have any criminal history right if you do own a gun you need to have it in a locked a locked space right because you're you let's say you're your father you live with minors minors aren't allowed to have guns right like they, let's just have some some compromises on how we can get the guns away from the people that shouldn't have guns right right and it and i think like also like to a certain extent it kind of makes me question like the people who the people who don't want to listen or have those conversations it's like why do you have a problem with just giving a little bit more to protect others it's um the lack of empathy that's the lack of empathy people can't there's a lot of people in this world that just can't sympathize with other people they can't they just refuse to really they're like well it's not affecting my life so like why should i care like which I think is, I think is self, like it's selfish. No, it's selfish. I think that's selfish. Like it is. People are dying. People are literally dying. Like I'm not saying that you have to go out there and like, like be the forefront of a cause. Like you don't have to start a nonprofit or anything like that. That's extreme. All I'm saying is that maybe you need to compromise just a little bit to save some lives, right? Absolutely. But it's it, again like you said it's either my way or the highway it's one way or the other it's either we have guns or we don't that's that's the issue right or like we have abortions or we don't like we don't have to outlaw all abortions right 
abortions and birth control and stuff like that, they're used as forms of treatment as well. It's not, it doesn't just come down to Sally Mae who's sleeping with 101 people and accidentally gets <laughs> pregnant and realizes that she doesn't want to have this baby, right? That's not what all abortions are. And that's, that's not what it is, right? Abortion could be like, let's say, you know, your dream is to be a mother, right? You're married, you did everything right. But your, your body, unfortunately, like pregnancy is very hard on your body. Right. And you've already had your two kids. And the doctor said, if you have another, another child, you're going to die. Right. You're still sexually active with your husband, but you accidentally get pregnant and you can't like, you may afford to be you, your mother. You've ra- you're raising two children so you can raise another child. You're financially in that situation to where you can raise another child, but having another child is life and death. So now you have to go forth with, you have to go through this pregnancy that has like let's say an 80 percent chance that you won't make it through now your your husband's a single parent and now he might not be in the financial space to raise these two children and then he's going through like there's just so many little things like that's why you can't make black and white statements right right that's why you can't you can't make black and white decisions because people aren't black and white especially in america america is made up of like a bunch of different ethnicities nationalities and then you have those like blended families right families that like the mom might be white and the dad might be black at the very basic level right right you could have like a mom that's from nigeria and a dad's from china right and you have these mixed kids that are a whole nother type of that's a whole nother type of identity that's new that's specific to america so that's why i feel as though like we can't make these blanket like black and white statements and these these black and white decisions because that's just not America. America's not just black and white. Right. And I think like, also like, that's really like, I think people not understanding that is like really what's holding us back from being able to do like good things. And I feel like, like also like, sometimes I just think about like the way that other countries think of us and like people hate America for real. And the thing is like, I can't even say and be mad. I'm just like, I get it like and it like and I'm like you guys are thinking that from an international standpoint you yeah. guys don't even have to sit here and live in the actual society part of it where people are where it's like almost everything is 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 an argument almost everything ha- has to be debated and it's like I like y'all don't even know the half of it and here we are I don't know like if you got what? that that five minute that a uh, ten minute one. Yeah, I'm seeing there. it. I'm seeing it. It's it's, it's frightening. We we be getting into it. <laughs> like this is sick. <laughs> At this point, Zoom gotta make a profit somehow. I guess. I, I mean, don't know that's what the so hell true. This is. During the pandemic, though, I'm not even gonna hold you. They used to just be giving you extra minutes. So I used to be on yeah. here for mm-hmm. two, three, four hours. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell me yeah. nothing. Zoom was like, now nah, we gotta stop that. We got to stop. Clearly, no, we can't let them. We got to give them a pay. We got to give them something. I mean, get them to pay for this. I mean, at this point, though, you can just end and start again. So, I mean, are we really who? I mean, it is inconvenient. I'm not gonna lie. It is inconvenient. But yeah, because the whole train of thought's been thrown off. I don't even remember what. Right. Do you want to come back for 20 and then we can just talk about something else? Yeah, we can. We can do this. Yeah. Okay, then then I'll hit like a full hour and I'll have like an hour's worth of stuff that I can edit in there. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna call you back. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, guys, y'all, we're talking about um, Nick Cannon and these babies. He on 12th, right? 12th <laughs> yeah, I think 12th this baby? is the 12th one. Hold on. This is a BuzzFeed article, so I don't know how um, accurate this is. This is not a joke. Oh yeah, the article's name is, this is not a joke, found out. Nick Cannon is having another kid five days after his last baby announcement. So two women are pregnant right now. I think somebody actually, you know something? I sent it's 12. Um, yeah, it's 12. You're right. I sent a little family tree to some to, to my friend. Let me actually send it to you. So because like at first I was thinking that he just had 12 different baby mamas. No, 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 no. no some no, of them no. have more than one. Exactly. When I saw when I saw the little family tree, I'm looking for the picture now. When I saw the little family tree, I was like, wow, like this, this is an interesting take. Like yeah. I think 
there there have been conspiracies guys i'm i'm not saying did that you I write this down like did no, you no, this isn't mine it was from it was on twitter actually and i was like this i was like this is really something um i like i've heard things that like he's that he is sick i have heard that that he is sick and then i've heard that um that he could possibly be using the stem cells of the pregnancies to help find a cure for his sickness these are all allegedly allegedly uh, he is sick though but like i think what people have been saying is that like he's he's been saying that he's having all these kids to leave a legacy behind and i think that a lot of people are struggling myself as well I, and again, this is not for me to understand, I guess, but mm -hmm. I think that I understand. I feel like at some point, I think by maybe the fourth child or really the second, the, once we get into third baby mama territory, I'll say that. Once we get into third baby mama territory, I question how, like, can you really be a good father to no. three different baby mamas? And then for him to have, what is this, six? This is the 12th. This is the 12th child. For him to have the 12th child, but the sixth baby mama. I think that that's where the confusion comes in for me because I think I just, there's no way that you're spending like good quality time. Like, because that's hard for even like a dad who lives in the same household as his two or three, one to three kids or whatever. It's hard to find time sometimes to like be a good parent and to honestly just be a good parent to one or two kids. Like, I'm not gonna let my family slack. We've discussed this on the podcast before. Like, you know, there's shadow trauma. There's there's yeah. trauma there. And I mean, I know that this that's just off two kids alone. But for this man to be going and having to be working on a 12, I just there's gonna be a lot of feelings of I want to be around my dad because that's something that kids children, children, children want their their parents. They I want to spend more time with my dad. Yeah. Maybe having that one or two, let's be real, he not meeting up with the kids more than two times a week. No, there's no way. Do you have no 12 way. kids? And also another thing, another thing I want to talk about, right? What's Nick Cannon doing for work right now? Is he still on Wild and Out? He is. And then okay. I think, I think he, I think, uh, my thing is that like, I knew what he was doing before he made those, those uh, statements. I don't recall what the statements were about, but he had said some things and then that's why, and that's when MTV was like, well, you're not doing Wild and Out anymore, but then they ended up bringing him back because obviously the show doesn't work without him. And then I think he was also on the board of like Nickelodeon but I think that it was but like it was like Teen Nick sector or something okay. at one point but is Teen Nick still a thing like we still it is that? but I think he has his hand in a lot of things but mm -hmm. I think again that still goes back to even just having wild and out alone not even thinking about other things like investments that he has in his portfolio or his stocks or something not even thinking about that mm -hmm. how do you have time to go and produce a television show maybe half of the year and be a part like be a strong participator and a host of that and go visit the kids two plus times a week there's no way no there's no way he what, what was i gonna say is that is the check really paying for 12 kids and six baby mamas that's another thing. like what do you get if you're one of nick cannon's baby mamas i think mariah is maybe like stay away from me um, yeah because mariah got her own money mariah's exactly fine. Well, and i think another problem that we have she got that christmas money every year on lock so okay yeah you're right. all i want for christmas is going to sell every year i don't know how she yeah. does it she go she... months at a time no hit and don't get me wrong i'm a big mariah carey fan oh i'm gonna go e equals mc square now that was a project now that was a project <laughs> but like outside of that i think mariah's like i okay here's my problem here's my problem this is what i'm gonna say i ain't seen nick cannon with her two kids this was first marriage first relationship ain't seen that man with those two kids so i'm supposed to sit here and believe you're taking care of the rest of them you might send a check but a check ain't gonna comfort you at home a check ain't gonna comfort you when you getting bullied at school and them kids laughing at you on the back of the bus because you got 12 like what that 50, 11 000, other butter but brothers and sisters that's that the thing 12, that 15 000 a month that ain't gonna get me that ain't gonna give me a hug 
That's not going to give me no comfort. You don't even know my favorite color. I have problems with this setup. I think this is all speculation. Just going to preface that because we don't know these people personally. Absolutely. Um, But like, yeah, I think that's a valid, that's valid. It's hard. Like people, the only reason people would do this, I really, I feel like, because this was a a common occurrence like back in the day, like before our generation, right? You have 12 brothers and sisters for the farm, the farm Mm -hmm. to work on the farm. Somebody got it. We need to have a farm. So you're just spending money on having kids. And kids aren't cheap. You have to raise, you have to spend money on these kids until 18. That's the cutoff. But I still like you probably should help them get started in life, right? Um, and also like being a father. Like, are you really if he's just having these kids to save himself? I feel like that's that's really selfish. I'm hoping that's allegation. I hope it's allegation too. And also like, I want to know, like I know Mariah Carey probably didn't sign up for that, right? Those are the first two. I don't think when he was having his first child, he was like, this is the start. Like, I don't think he was doing that. Definitely right? not. I think that he genuinely thought this was going to be like, this is going to be like a, like it was going to be a good, like his family, full right? marriage. Like his, I think that he genuinely thought those were going to be his two kids and he has mm-hmm. his wife and it's good. But I think, but because even when you think about it, like even immediately after that, he wasn't having, he wasn't doing all this. Like, yeah, because the kids recently, are 11, right? The, um, his two kids, are they twins or no? They are, I think they could be. Are okay, they? so he got I the twin gene. He got, because the, there was another girl. I think her name was Alyssa Scott. Uh-huh. Was, no, or Abby De La Rosa. No, it's Abby. It, uh, Abby has the twins as well. And I think like all of these, like all of these kids are very, very young. Like all of them are like, see, like a month or like, there's one that's like five years, but like 18 months, one month, mm-hmm. 16 months, They're one all month, like three less- months. Jesus. He's- it's like, it's like, this is all very recent. And they so I feel like that he's having, like, he has multiple partners. Th- I mean, they know, but I think that they don't care. I think it's an agreement, like an arrangement. I think he, like he genuinely said, like, I want to leave behind a legacy, but I think that I question also like, do I want to be a part of that legacy? And why do I want to be a part of that legacy? Do I want to be a part of that legacy because I know that I'm going to get money out of it? Or do I be a part of this legacy because I care about and love this man? And I feel like that many people, you ain't do you care and love care a- about and love all those people. People are, people are, Um, I'm not going to say a bad word, but people are bad. Oh, no, no. We're explicit podcast. Okay. Yeah. People are shitty. <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of shitty people in this world. You did not find six, six women. <laughs> <laughs> that quickly you did not find six women that quickly in where does he live la new york those cities atlanta i don't know but you did not find six valuable like women that are going to take care of your children the way do you even care how these kids are raised i think he's not gonna have his foot in enough of it for it to like you know what i mean like if one of those kids goes and says i want to be like i want to go and live, live with, with dad, dad you can't that's busy repopulating the earth like I just I really just I think a lot of me just a very large part of me just worries about the kids because it's like Nick you gonna do whatever like but in in my eyes that's just giving like bad parenting like you like obviously like if you know you're especially if you know you're sick this is what you do like you're potentially leaving these kids fatherless what does he and have? What illness does he have? I, you know? Let's Google because and see, guys, this is what's great about the internet. We the in the technology now, you can just hit Google on anything. Look at that. It's okay. I'll do ASMR, guys. He was diagnosed. Okay, lupus isn't is lupus terminal? It's not. It's not terminal, is it? I don't think so. But I think because um oh it's a kidney disease and i think a lot of people were speculating speculation people i'm only reporting the news it was speculated that he was just hoping to find have a kid that is a match for him because obviously like you know like um like it just because you have like two kids doesn't mean they're gonna match also just because you have kids doesn't mean they're gonna look okay that this goes they're back gonna to want to give the kid exactly you have this goes 12 back to kids. like selena gomez stuff i don't know if you've seen that stuff but i know she needed it and she got the kidney from who did she get the kidney from her friend francia but there have been recent allegations rumors assumptions that like 
the so you know how the doctor is not supposed to tell the patient that they have a match you yeah. know obviously until the person like knows the 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 i think the the documentary and the people who were like who've been on social media have been saying that the doctor went and told selena that her friend was a match mm. before the girl knew so she called old girl and was like hey i'm a match we're, we're a match this is so great and old girl hadn't even decided whether she to wanted to the kidney yet i think it, it, it was either she knew and didn't want to tell her yet or it was she didn't or she just didn't know yet it was one of mm-hmm. those but regardless she wanted to like take the time to like make to that pop. decision for herself but now because yeah. she knew that they that they were a match it was like she couldn't go and make that decision on her own yeah and so i think like that's be like that's an ethical issue yeah that is an ethical issue oh, and then yeah. i think that they're beefing now too so now it's like that hooker got my kidney and i can't get it back and i think there was some allegations allegations people i just report the news um that she that she was drinking a little bit with said kidney and obviously francia was like listen if you mess up that kidney, that kidney i only have back? one now that's, I have one kidney. I can't give you my thing. last kidney. Is it like I think people were just like that's what I think sucked the most of that. Like you can't even like like old girl. It's like dang, I can't even get my kidney back, and I also can't be mad at you because this is your kidney now. Like yeah, and that, I'm sure that causes big beef. If you're not gonna sit here and take care of what I gave you, you're ungrateful. And no, I don't want to be your friend because you're not even taking care of the thing I gave you. I done sat here and saved your life, and what are you doing? Sipping on that alcohol. She said it was club soda. Hi, boo-boo. I only was allegations, <laughs> assumptions, rumors. I just report the news, people. That's I, it. And, uh, damn, I don't. <laughs> He's Nick, Nick Cannon's not getting that that kidney or whatever the hell he needs from those I kids. just again lupus like you said again lupus i think i know somebody who has lupus i don't know i'm not gonna sit here and expose her medicals um but um i think i think it's definitely like it's definitely something serious something you have to like really like you definitely have to take care of yourself and yeah but like it definitely isn't serious i just don't know if the response once i'm diagnosed is let me have 12 kids (laughs) where did that come from (laughs) where did that come from that oh the ethical reasons for this oh my goodness Mm, mm, ah you know uh, what else I was thinking when we were talking about this is like there was another person that had 12 kids but I don't think he had 12 kids because he had lupus I don't think that was the reason Bob Marley had 12 kids oh but I think that was just a result of his lifestyle um I'm sure Bob was just sticking that peen in and going wherever uh, he was it was hey you want to hang out at the hotel yeah i think he did have i think he had his kids kind of close to him because i believe that he did still stay in jamaica this is all again as is not factual but i do remember i do vaguely remember a documentary about like he died of cancer i believe like skin cancer and i remember like in his final days he was like hey can y'all like gather all my kids i want to see them before i die so like that kind of leads me to believe like maybe he had some like maybe he taught he had like little school trips with them or something I don't know but I'm just gonna put that out there just one one person if y'all want to look into that and see how he treated his kids and why he decided to have 12 kids but with Nick Cannon he's alive we're never gonna know unless we like meet him and somehow never. get close to him and be like why so why'd you do it I, I kind of want like him to do that Vanity Fair thing where they go take you through their day because I want to know like yeah. if the it like do you just like make time of oh I'm a zoom I'm a zoom powerful queen canon I'm a, I'm a zoom her tonight and then I'm a zoom Moroccan um on Tuesday and then yeah. and then I'm gonna go to that play I'm gonna go to that recital obviously the kids are really young right now so they don't really have they to think about like big but activity. that's gonna be that's gonna be hard like they're all around the same age they're all around the same age so every year every football game you can't there's no way like there's 12 of them you don't live with all these people you don't live with all of them you don't you they're all gonna have there's 12 oh my god oh my oh that's not oh passed away five months old damn i didn't see this but um train of thought just 
but um yeah like what oh my god no no you can't it's impossible there's no way there's no way there even time if you have two three kids you can't you can't be at everything and have a job right there are there are current like celebrities that struggle to be in their kids life and they only have like one or two kids how are you brady for instance that man is such a mess what did he do he he was gonna retire last season and he said he was retiring and then i want to say 30 40 20 days later he said i'm coming back to run it back for another super bowl ring and his wife had already been pressed with him because it was like bro you're getting older you need to put the football down you need to be here for these kids because i've been raising i've been giving single mother um for the past however long your career has been and we've had kids i've been doing that and you're over here playing football and like i'm telling you puts that football before them kids every time every time and she was like you need to stop playing football i'm gonna need to go ahead and put that football down he won a super bowl ring and she thought they had an agreement he was going this was going that was gonna be his last season and then he went back and they old girl filed for divorce she was like i'm not gonna keep doing this with you I'm not gonna keep doing it with you and I think that it like literally came out that he just literally I think he did an interview or something and he was like I just care I care about football football is my number one priority like I and I'm like sir you are married you have two what two three kids football can't be your number one priority football and I guess it's like an idea in his mind that like that like those rings are going to be there for him like the he that like he's always going to have that history that's always going to be what he leaves behind that's his that's his legacy but it's like it's like your kids though your kids don't know you for real you're always at football practice you're always gone you're always doing this that and the third you're always at these Super Bowls you're always doing this your kids don't know you and that's not a problem for you yeah mm. Yeah, football can be a big part of your life, but if you have kids and a family, like that needs to be your number one priority. And I think that's what's interesting about a lot of these athletes that do have families is a lot of them, like at least I'll say basketball players seem to really have their family fully like integrated in it. Yeah. As like, I think like, obviously like with Tom Brady situation, it's like, have I, his kids ain't never on the sidelines. He might have a nice seat up there, but he don't come and play over here on my field while I'm trying to do this. You ain't going to distract me. That's a little concerning. Like, I think you, if you think about like, oh, Kobe, if you think, oh, LeBron, uh, Kobe, uh, Steph, Kobe and Steph and LeBron. I want to bring um, Shaq into this because he's been out for a minute, but Shaq too. I feel like Shaq's family person, but um they all like what was it with Kobe I remember when he died like they were talking a lot about like his daughter the daughter that died as well like Mm -hmm. you know how she was kind of gonna follow in his footsteps and she was doing basketball and all that stuff like or like who was the other two that Steph Curry I've seen his kids right I've seen his kids we've also we've seen them three kids them kids be on the sidelines the wife be there they were mm-hmm. at the parade when they won. We see mm-hmm. we've seen LeBron's kids on the commercial. They be on the commercial. They be he be at the foot at the basketball games. Like he's there. And I'm like, there are like it's it's and I'm like, it's it's like a certain thing that you're like, okay, I see this is able to work. I mm-hmm. see he's able to have a successful career and you can have kids and that's still and you and LeBron even went in like on his show that he had on HBO Max, he was like, mm-hmm. He was like, I like, I care about basketball. Yeah. But like, and I'm great at it. I love, like, I love basketball, but like at the end of the day, if my kids aren't straight, it doesn't matter what's going on. Like with, with basketball, if my kid calls me and says, I need this, I'm going over to make sure he's good. Like I'll miss that game. I don't care. And it's mm-hmm. like, and there's that very much big, very large disconnect that yeah. clearly Tom Brady has. And I'm worried about Nick Cannon here and his connection, because I'm like, there's no way that if one of them kids calls you when they're eight and says, I, I'm having a really bad day at school and I'm being bullied, can you come pick me up? No. He might be over there producing Wild and Out, an episode of Wild and Out. What is he going to do from Chicago? I mean, if he's rich enough to have 12 kids, he better be rich enough to book a flight and be like, I'm going to be there in the morning. But at the same time, you have a class, you have a classroom of children. So if Jonathan is having a bad day at school, but you already promised Angelina that you were going to be in Texas um tomorrow then you're gonna have to like you're really gonna have to make use of that schedule he's really dividing his time a lot and I don't know if that's just because like 
I'm wondering if the relationship he has with his current kid, like the ones that are old enough to like actually go there, if he's not very active in their life or like it's been easy. And so now he thinks that he can keep doing that, but with more, there's no, way. I don't know if they're, because like to a certain extent, I'm like, I think, I think a part of me is like, okay, maybe he like has like a good thing going like with Mariah. And so he's like, well, I can see them on these days. And then I can see the other ones on these days and that worked. And he was like, okay, well I'll keep going. And that's just not going to work. You can't spread yourself that thin. There's no way. No. And have a job and like, no, you can't. And I, I struggle to see, how his wild and out career can pay for 12 kids and six families six families six six because you got i'm you're cutting those baby mama's check you have to be you I have think, to be i think wendy williams of course she went off air speculation allegations i don't i only report the news um i think she said that like some of them are like not cool but they're like they know of each other and i think that they they communicate and I think that that was like something that she had said. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. that makes that makes sense. That's good. That would be easier. Maybe like right. once a year. But that you can't build a relationship with someone seeing them once or twice a year. That, you can't but do like that. also, I know Mariah just like, don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> them kids, I don't know them kids. Don't, don't call me. Y'all, y'all do that. I was over here a couple years ago. Whatever we got going on, that's separate. And that's valid, I think. I think no, I understand that. that. I wouldn't want to be associated with that. I wouldn't want to be associated with that either. Um, like me personally, I would not want to be a sister wife. Like again, no, no shade to those that if that's your cup of tea, then you know, you I'm I'm happy for you. I'm happy you found your calling. Um, you know, I'm happy you got this good setup going on. But like, like, how did you find six people to agree this? Because I feel like the average person wouldn't. I'm wondering if he goes in with to it with that. Like if the first, like at first he was like, I'm going to have, I, I just want to have babies. And they were like, you'll give me some money. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. I'm wondering if that was a setup or if it was like genuinely like accident, like, dang, I got these two women pregnant. No, no way. No, because once you do it, how often can you make that mistake? You can't make that mistake 12 times. Well, actually 10, because I feel like the first two were probably intentional. I mean, the first two, I'll give the first three, because one of them five years, and then the rest of them are like those months apart. But I think, I wonder at what point was it like, I'm going to start a legacy. Hey, at what point? We already have a kid together. Let's do two more. And you, let's start you off with one. You, get over here. That's suspicious to me. I think there should be more questioning on that. How did this all begin? I think he should, the women, they should do a tell-all. I think. They should. Maybe like should. five years out from now when the money's getting a little tired. They maybe just do like a quick tell-all. Here's how he got me. And they all have like their own little section. You know, like in books when they have like the different characters. Taken yeah. I kind of want to see that. And then like yeah. how each of them got to, obviously Mariah won't need that because she'll still have her Christmas money. But yeah. I just want to see, yeah, I want to see how that, I want to know what the kids like, once they get to like, once they all get to adulthood, I want to know what their life was like. I want to know like, Absolutely. was was their father present, or like, what did their mom, did their dad really like take care in choosing these women, or was he just like, she's hot? That and also, what was it like growing up with your name? Some of the names on there are crazy. I would hate to say it. Not let me, even let me look at this name again. Queen, Cannon, what? that's mm. and then i, I think see. there's only cole get it because i think the beginning is own and then the middle name is lee yeah and that's a lot why do these celebrities be like they really just be going off with these names i thought kim did a pretty good job with her i'll give you kim has some unique names but they're good yeah they're not i like that northwest i like that saint Saint? i'll even give her that i think psalm is another one yeah these are all and i think those are good yeah blue ivy i even like that yeah i don't know where the disconnect is coming in i think i think kylie named one of her kids wolf okay wait no come on wait the newest one she has two kids right yeah what's the first one's name um it's not is it true or is it dream I think those are Chloe's dream. kids. Those are Chloe's kids. Hold on. Kylie. True Jenner. is definitely Chloe's. 
True is not bad. That's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you're right. Wow. Wolf. Um, mm-hmm. and who's the who's the the dad again? Um, it's the same father, right? Tristan. Is it Travis Scott? Travis Scott. That's who it is. I was thinking about Chloe again with Tristan. So his last name is Webster. I think it is. So both of the kids are with Travis Scott. Okay. And on. then I think that she got. Was there? I think there were allegations, allegations about cheating yeah, that he well, cheated on her. And I was, you know, like, what's really sad is I'm not even surprised. I'm not even surprised when celebrities come out and talk about, okay, they're okay. Here are the things, here are the things I expect. And it's really, I expect the, whenever I hear it, I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Another one. That's great. You know, I, like sucks for them, but like, damn, right. If you are an athlete or if you are a music musician, right? I expect you to cheat on your partner. So you weren't surprised by Adam Levine in that situation. Did you know about did you hear about that? No, but now I'm a little he was dating or married to he's married to a Victoria's Secret model. Oh no, I remember the the, the DMs came out. And the TikToker, the girl who was on TikTok, yeah. and you yeah, weren't surprised I, by that. I no. I I don't know that man, but I know that a lot of people were up in were up in arms because they were like Adam Levine had that she was in that music video and how do you have your have you have a beautiful wife and like he was like oh yeah like how do you have a beautiful wife and 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 you go and cheat on her like that and it's like well Jay Z cheated on Beyonce that's another thing I have a theory about that right you can cut this part out <laughs> everyone's like oh he has such a beautiful wife. He is, I just, men just, it's typically the men. I'm sorry. It's typically the men. It's typically the men who cheat. I believe there are women who cheat, you know, that they exist. But like when a male musician, actor, um, was athlete, cheats on their wife, their partner, whatever the hell. I'm like, yeah, I was just that waiting. Tracks. I was waiting for it to happen. And I hate that that's a thing that happens. But, you know, that's just... I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. This is all speculation. I'm not saying this is fact. All speculation, all assumptions, all rumors. But, but maybe, maybe, I, maybe there's something wrong. There's something wrong with the men. I don't know. That or let's really unpack this for a second, really quick, very quickly in, the, in our okay. final seven. Um, Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. I love the woman. I love the woman. I'm not gonna lie to you, Brad Pitt cheating on what is Angelina. that woman's name? Jennifer Aniston to be with Angelina Jolie, and then the backlash that 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 she got that that what was that woman's name? Angelina Jolie got because everybody was like she's a homewrecker, she's a homewrecker, and it was like that man was the one who was married. He was the he's the homewrecker. What's that like? Why doesn't a homewrecker apply to the cheater? it i've i've noticed it's it's always or even like i even like for instance like if you go on tiktok or twitter it's like if a if a woman finds out that her that somebody like a woman's texting her man uh-huh. it's i'm gonna beat her up why her he's the one that you're in a relationship with and the angelina jolie and the brad pitt example i mean we all knew that he was married he's a public figure right but like day to day civilians right if i meet somebody at a bar and i'm texting them like I don't know his life. I just met him. And it's up to him to tell me if he's in a relationship or not. And it's also up to him to draw that boundary and be like, hey, I can't, my, I have a wife. Exactly. If they don't do that, then it's not my fault when you find out that he's cheating on you with someone that may or may not even know that you exist. Absolutely. When you come to them as a woman, a woman or whatever the hell, that's that's the term, right? Nowadays, (laughs) you come to them as a woman, you're like, hey, you know, that's my man. I'm with him, right? And then from that point, like my actions, that's gonna say whether or not you should beat my ass or not. You know, (laughs) from that point, if I'm like, I don't care, then like, yeah, beat my ass. Like, but (laughs) if I didn't know, if I'm just like, oh shit, I'm so sorry, like, um. I'm going to block him right now. Like, I'm already, I'm upset. Because I thought this person was dependent right. on how I, I thought he was them. telling me the truth. I thought, I thought we was good and cooling. But I, what I was going to say about Angelina, I wasn't even going to talk about the cheating. I was going to say, you know, her daughter goes to Spelman. She'd be at them Spelman events. 
people have been talking about, oh yeah, I was I was doing my moving with with uh at Spellman and I'm I'm over here in the staircase. Why I see Angelina Jolie walking across the quad? I was like, Angela? And then she was there for the homecoming. She was there for the homecoming. She was all girls just hanging, they just chilling. And I was like, look at Angelina. You know what? Go. I now like that is a I always knew Angelina mm-hmm. had something. Angelina mm-hmm. always had something. She doesn't always care about them kids. She always care about them people. Yeah, she does. That's one thing. Did she ever? She never really biologically had kids, right? Did I think she? she has. I think she has two, and then they adopted the rest. Okay. Yeah, the one that they adopted from. I don't know what was it. America or am I just? Am I being? Is it somewhere in Africa? They okay. There, one of them is from Africa, and I think, or maybe two. I think there's. I don't be doing no research. I just be, I just be talking. Yeah, we're just talking. This talking. is allegations. These are yeah, allegations. This just came out. We what? did decide to do this whole conversation like out of, like on the spot. Just <laughs> this out is of our what house. I. This is what I enjoy about podcasts. I just like having conversation with people and like just talking. Like this is felt like this was way more entertaining than just being like, dang, what am I gonna say next about? Thanos and and this and like mm-hmm. I really I would love to have that conversation at some point if you ever just yeah. want to have that we can have that but um I just like chatting like getting on here oh just- yeah it's more fun to chat than to be like okay what do we have to talk about right exactly. um, I, I hate a doc I hate a docket but that maybe like in the future I probably would help to do a little bit like if we just said okay guys we're going to talk about this and let's read some things to reference mm-hmm. because there's a lot of allegations. <laughs> there's a lot of speculation. No, 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 no. If we had, if we had some good research done, this thing, this, we would have cracked this thing wide open. Yeah. We'll do better next time. Oh, yes. let me close you out. Guys, I do want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm going to be back next week. Maybe we'll see. Um, Y'all know I'd be lying. So <laughs> We at that point in the semester. So, anyways, um, if you like this, please um subscribe. Feel free. This podcast is everywhere you can imagine: Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you name it. You literally Google it. In distress, Tori Nicole. My face will pop up. It's there. So please share it with your friends if you want to. Maybe you got a good giggle. I do want to thank Ariel so much for coming on the podcast today. Really appreciate it. I did. I need the grade. Yes, absolutely. But I appreciated the conversation. I appreciate the conversation. Thank yes. you so much for coming. Is there anything you want to plug before we before we head out? Is there anything you want to plug? I mean, I have a podcast, but I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> it was it's it's I enjoyed this conversation though. I really did. I really enjoyed having this conversation with you. Thank you. Thank you. I try I try. You know, I was trying not to cut you off. I was like, I'm I was good. I think I was... we did pretty I think we did pretty good. I think we both got a word in yes yes i'm excited i'm excited to edit this one guys and um you know what guys i'm gonna see you next time so thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next week maybe probably not okay all right